Earthbed Muscle is a grassroots supplement company created by some of the best strength coaches in the United States to provide their athletes with wholesome supplements. Earthbed Muscle has changed the supplement industry with their minimal ingredient approach to sports nutrition. Dane's platform is also brought to you by the Acceleration Diet. The Acceleration Diet is a customized weight loss program catered to each individual, their needs, and their schedule. Accelerate your metabolism today with the Acceleration Diet. Finally, Dane's platform is also brought to you by Holistic Encapsulations. Holistic Encapsulations provides organic hemp extract with an incredible 27 to 1 CBD ratio. Loaded with CBDs, hemp extract has been shown to decrease anxiety, have a positive impact on cancer, improve sleep, improve brain function, and decrease inflammation. Head over to HolisticEncapsulations.com today and get on the path to holistic recovery. Alright, so here we are, third set of uh, Dane's platform. Give a little shout out to Earthfed Muscle, the Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Uh, all three of those companies have a, a special little place in my warm and fuzzy heart. You know, Earthfed Muscle is something that I created with our, my two co-founders, DJ Shuttleworth and Chris Stam. You know, to provide our athletes with high-end, top-quality yet affordable supplements that would ensure that they could still pass their USADA and WADA test. So it is something we use all the time. Um, going into acceleration diet, I'm down to 238, trying to get down to 220, or at least get some four, some four abdomen muscles showing in my gut. Um, so that's that's another thing I've I've created. <clears throat> Steph Lodge is our, our consultant on that on that project. It's pretty cool. It's very effective and and just a good easy easy way to be held accountable for weight loss and then finally holistic encapsulations is a new venture i've i've done together here with chris um you know chris's dad was dying of colon cancer and we you know stumbled upon hemp extract as something to be used to help him with even just dealing with the pain of colon cancer and in so doing, at that time, I was struggling with my own fight with uh, Lyme disease and found that it was something that was very effective. And, and, you know, for a while, I was hesitant to even tell people what I was doing as far as using that for my, you know, my battle and dealing with inflammation from Lyme disease and, and my mental struggles from Lyme disease and something that helped me out tremendously. And we ended up, you know, creating an organic uh, hemp extract company. So those are those three sponsorships. I'm pretty proud to be a part of that with Dane's platform. But anyway, let's get to this. Sh let's get to the show. Social media and cell phones and training. What is my take on that? And what do I think about athletes always being on their phone? And this is even in regard to elite athletes. Um, so to begin, I want to just go over. I, I, I believe that social media and Cell phones in general are incredible tools. I, I think social media is an, an awesome tool. I think it's easy to um, meet people and to find like-minded people that you otherwise would struggle to find. Uh, it's even, there's even a sense of accountability when you're, when you're posting things on social media of your progress for anything, really. Projects around the house, you know, looking on YouTube for, for other guidance, um, for do-it-yourself stuff, for training and all that. It's, it's incredible. Social media is incredible, but it, it is a double-edged sword. There's a downfall to it. 
and I, I will, you know, address a couple of those downfalls here shortly, but I, I, I want to put it out there that I think that Facebook and Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, YouTube, these are, these are just excellent tools for progressing knowledge and sharing knowledge and progressing different people's situations in, in various walks of life for anywhere from learning how to use a camera. You know, I, I remember when I got my uh, Nikon 5700, I had no idea what to do with it and just going on YouTube and, and watching instructional videos on how to set that up. It was, that's awesome. And that's stuff that we can learn from social media. But at the same time, that has that, you know, that weird vibe of just always, you know, playing towards the realm and world of social media and not playing towards your own individual world. Um, and same with cell phones. I, I, I you know, I, I'm just as guilty as anyone with cell phones that I, it can be something that I, I, I think I'm addicted to my cell phone for sure. I use it as a tool for work. I'm posting all the time. I'm taking videos all the time. I'm making infographics. I'm making um, cool, just turning pictures into any type of graphic that'll draw people's attention to try and promote, you know, what I'm doing and the projects I'm working on and to try and get people to be interested a little bit more in what I have to offer. And then of course, just to help me make some more money. So the tool, uh, using the phone as a tool is, it's incredible. And I use it for video analysis. I use it for promoting my business. I use it, you know, for staying in touch with other great coaches and business people as well, but it, it can be extremely negative. So I just was asked the question, you know, what is, what is my take, especially with elite athletes on social media? What, sh what do I see myself, you know, from, from a business perspective and from a coaching perspective, how do I think uh, these athletes should be a little weary of what they're posting and how do I think they should go about posting and all that and the frequency and then, and then in turn, you know, how often or frequently should they be using their phones while training and what should they be looking out for or what should they be trying to avoid when using those tools for, for their own training and for their own progression as an athlete. Um, so as far as social media is concerned, I, I want to make it clear that most of these companies that are, are repping, you know, something. So I, I want to use EarthFed Muscle for, for my own personal example is that, you know, when we're looking for sponsored athletes or athletes to sponsor any blogger or anybody who, who could offer us a, a leg in an industry that we currently are not in. We want to look for individuals that are not abrasive. Um, they're positive. They have a, a very good vision for who they are. They get that point across. They're not sellouts and they're not, you know, they're not overly involved with political discussion. Um, because at the end of the day for, for a supplement company, a sports nutrition company, we're not really looking for, you know, political advice from someone. We're looking for someone who is fitness, you know, related, who's fit, active, relatively intelligent. They eat well, they live that life. They try and stay positive. They don't get into negative arguments about politics. You know, they just try and exude positivity so that our brand along with them 
you know, is a positive, is viewed in a positive light with other, with other, you know, with these individual athletes. So that needs to be put out there that when, when an athlete is trying to either develop themselves as a brand or develop their own brand or, or push their brand, there needs to be like a little differentiation between who they are and the company that they're promoting. But at the same time, who they are needs to slightly represent that company. And what we've noticed uh, with social media is that some of these, some athletes is that they will get almost like that entitled opinion, that entitled feeling where they, they just take everything for granted. And that needs to be, you know, recognized that at some point from a social media perspective as well, that many of these established companies, and I would say Earthfed Muscle is established at this point, doesn't have to have certain athletes. Like they don't have to have athletes. And the athletes in, in all reality don't have to have these companies. But what they're looking for is this joint relationship where the athletes will benefit, you know, in our, and in the earth fed muscle case from um, the supplements that we can provide and, and potential, you know, even in some cases, financial reward. Um, and then in turn, earth fed muscle is looking for more exposure, more positive um, words about the company on the social media platform. So there's, there's got to be an established relationship that's communicated well between the two companies. But with that being said, what a lot of elite athletes need to be wary of is constantly posting um, the whole, you know, oh, I took this meat, I was a little hurt if you're a weightlifter, I was a little hurt, I you know, I didn't lift as well because of X, Y, and Z, or, you know, my flight was late and, you know, all these excuses for maybe why they didn't perform well, or even all these excuses and they still lifted well in, you know, despite those excuses, because what ends up happening is a lot of athletes will sit there and they'll, they'll just, they've put off this negative, um, persona and it's not outwardly negative, but it's just something that isn't as positive and isn't as appreciative and isn't as, um, you know, they're not saying, hey, you know, I didn't compete well, but I'm grateful for getting that opportunity to get on the platform and, and compete. Even though I did not train, even though I didn't compete well, I went out and I enjoyed my competition in spite of my, you know, or despite my uh, performance. So, I think as far as social media is concerned, I think a, a lot of athletes just in, in the grand scheme of things need to actually have a, a base plan set up. You know, when you first start posting on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you know, yeah, you, you might do it from a personal perspective and you should really, you should be using it as just like your personal perspective. But as you age as an athlete in a non-revenue sport, specifically, you know, wrestling or, or Olympic weightlifting or track and field, you know, something that isn't the big four, like basketball, baseball, football, ice hockey, those sports, you know, you've got to look at these as you age and as you develop and as you go through the years, you need to start being a little bit, at least if, if you want this to happen, there needs to be a little bit more direction and a more scheduling based on and what your goal is as far as social media and long term. And do you want to have more exposure as an athlete. And if you want to have more exposure as an athlete, do you have a list of companies that you would like to work with? And if you have a list of companies that you want to work with as an athlete, you need to look at those companies, social media platforms 
and be sure that that is a company that you want to work with, that you have like-minded posts. You don't want to look at their posts and say, oh, I'm going to cater to them to be a part of their company. You want to look at that company and say, I, you know, they're posting very similar ideology to me, and that's something that I would like to be a part of. That's something that I can see um, having a positive relationship. And then as you move forward, you, you do indeed, you know, post similar and in, in a positive light that that would spark interest from those companies that you do or would wish to represent at some point if if the you know even if you're lucky enough to get to that point as an athlete that you know a company is offering you something um, be it supplements be it a stipend you know anything along those lines and I think when you when you have that approach towards social media, um, where you do have a, a company or companies in mind that you wouldn't mind representing, then when the opportunity does arise that they that they are interested in you, you're a bit more appreciative and you understand where you want to go, and you're you're more appreciative of of what the products may be that they're they're sending you, like T-shirts or, or clothing or, or any any you know, recovery agents or, you know, let's say Norma Tech sponsors you and they send you some sleeves, you become much more appreciative of it because you've already bought into what they have to offer. You've already brought in, bought into their product. And I think that's, that, that's something that I see lacking currently is a lot of athletes, they just want to tell people they're sponsored. It doesn't matter what they're sponsored by. They could be sponsored by, you know, Jim's toilet paper, but they just tell people they're sponsored athletes because it feels cool. It is cool. But then they don't embody what they're working with, what the product is that they are being a part of. And and we've even had that case with, with EarthFed Muscle where, you know, we want them to, to give us a little bit of props, a little bit of like, you know, street cred <laughs> where they have a positive post about us. And it's like, oh, hey, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys, I take EarthFed Muscle, go check them out. And that's a lot different than, yo, I just got my, you know, nocturnal casein from... Uh, earth and muscle it's freaking awesome it tastes awesome i slept like a baby i feel better go by you know those are two different ty types of posts so as far as my advice with the the social media is that you just need to establish a a if you do want your social media to become a way to promote yourself as a brand and a way to promote yourself as an individual who is an athlete that that could use support then you need to find those companies, make a list of those companies that you would have an interest in and, and, be, and have like-minded posts to them and don't cater towards them, but cater towards, you know, or make sure that you're posting and that that company embodies the same things that you embody. Because that's, if, it, if you don't, then it's not going to create for a positive environment. And with all that being said, when you're posting on social media, you need to be cognizant of the fact that you can't post bigoted things. You can't, you know, speak negatively about, you know, race or faith or, um, you know, sex, anything along those lines. And you've got to, you know, it's good to be posting individual personality type things. Maybe you're doing something crazy. Maybe you're going out drinking once in the blue moon. But don't sit there posting, you know, just absurd ridiculous things about you know you taking a whole bunch of shots or or just doing obnoxious things that could potentially put you in a negative light because then a company's not going to have any interest in you so those are all factors that i think need to be 
taken into light when it when it comes to social media and when it comes to social media being used to you know promote athletes and promote who they are and and to promote companies and who those companies are and what those companies embody now as far as cell phones what i like a lot about cell phones in training is that the coach can use them to analyze technique and in the meantime so they can analyze technique they can put all the workouts on a cell phone they can put all their workouts in apps like train heroic or or uh, um what's team builder you know they can use the cell phones for things like huddle where you can you can watch film of football teams playing and and you can come up with all these different ways to you know to structure your 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 football team's strategy around what the other and exploit the other team's uh, strategies but you know so the cell phone is an incredible tool but it can also be incredibly draining and and when you're using the cell phone for for things to post on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat for for attention for you know check out this selfie of me over and over and over again and your selfies become you want to you want people to tell you how beautiful you are how muscular you are how good you look or all these things then we're starting to look for external feedback and the external feedback is not positive feedback in the long term because at the end of the day when you go home are you satisfied with who you are internally and that's where those things need to be factored in with you know with taking selfies and posting on social media and all that so but going back to the cell phones a lot of things that I like about phones is that you know you could be training by yourself and, and you could be taking video you could be using it at, with FaceTime and your coach is on the other side of the world and you're and you're still being coached and I've done that with my throwers I've had times where I've worked with guys in Utah while I'm in Pennsylvania using FaceTime and that's something that's incredible it's positive I can do technical analysis I can send videos for instruction for people to see what I want from them in their next in their upcoming training session I can update everybody on group chats about what's going on and and what the results are at meets and and where we're what, what's going on with traveling and all these things but there's some things in, that cell phones do that are extremely distracting if you aren't managing them and you're not aware of what's distracting you in training so I think a couple things that do bug me that my own athletes do and I and I communicate to an extent but not as well as I probably should is that I see athletes you know always looking at every after every lift or after every throw it, it's sort of funny though in throwing it's harder to to have your cell phone around you while you're training while you're doing the throws because you got chalk on your hands you're really really sweaty and it's 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 more difficult to just you know, there's there's a lot less of a rest period between throws in comparison to, you know, weightlifting. So some of the stuff that, that I see that differentiates is that with throwers, if somebody's going to be checking out a phone, it's going to be my phone with my throwers. Like I'll take a couple videos, maybe I'll take some screenshots, maybe I'll post, I'll, uh, I'll make a pick stitch of an elite thrower, I'll put a, I'll make a comparison in coach's eye between two throwers and I want them to see what I what I want them to do and some you know some throwers and some weightlifters are very visual based and some of them aren't and even I think that's something that needs to be addressed is that even the the non-visual learners can get sucked into the cell phone addiction so we might have somebody who's not necessarily a visual learner but they're an 
you know, they're, they're, they hear things to, to learn. They're audit, they're auditorial learners, I guess it'd be, I, I probably butchered that, but they learn better from instruction and they learn better from instruction with feeling. So they, they, they're told something, you know, position to be in and then what to feel in that position. And they learn better than looking at something and learning from the, the visual aspect and then what they should feel from the visual aspect. But with that being said, um, a lot of people will sit there and while they're being instructed by a coach, you know, a coach might be sitting there telling them specific technical aspects that they want them to work on. And uh, while they're working on, you know, the coach might be addressing one thing saying, hey, I want you to work on off the floor. You know, just use this specifically off the floor with a weightlifter. I want you to push those knees back and keep those lats tight. And that's the coach's instruction. But then the athlete takes their cell phone and videos everything and then goes back, sits down on the bench or on their chair, and then they're going, oh, well, I'm not finishing well. So they're thinking about their finish, and the coaches want them to cue on, on, off the floor. And the coach may think that those cues aren't working, but in fact, the, the athlete's not you know, thinking about that. And that's where communication breaks down, and, and that's where we have a problem with cell phones. So these things need to be addressed at every single training session where you sit there and say, hey, I, you know, I want you to focus on one and two things, one and two cues, and I want you to hammer those cues. And I want you to do that, you know, maybe without even using your cell phone. I want you to do that with just listening to me, trying to, to get those feelings down and trying to progress those feelings as, as an athlete. Um, and that's the thing with the throwers is that because throwers can't constantly look at film, they're much more about feeling. And what are they feeling in the circle on each and every throw? And, and what position are they in? And it's the same thing with wrestlers. Wrestlers can't video their practice and go back and forth and back and forth on the mat, off the mat, on the mat, off the mat, and see what they're doing wrong. They can use film to break things down, but they don't do that in practice because it is such a feeling-based sport. And that's one failure in the Olympic weightlifting world is that Weightlifting is a feeling-based sport. It is all feeling. If you want to be an Olympic champion, you have to know what it feels like to lift well. You can't, you will not be a good Olympic weightlifter if you know what it looks like, but you can't feel it. So that's that's like one big, huge downfall with, with cell phones is that a lot of weightlifters get hung up on, oh, well, this is what it looks like. But did you feel what you were doing? You know, again, it goes back to the feeling. And if, you're, if your brain is putting more attention on the visual and less attention on the feeling, then it becomes harder and more difficult to improve those feelings because it's, you're more focused on, you know, the visual side. You know, and that, that also just goes into if an athlete is involved with with their cell phone and they're taking these videos and they get two text messages then their mom then their mom sends them a text message and then they start talking to their buddy then they're going on instagram and they're seeing what other people are lifting and then they're going on facebook and seeing what they're doing and then all of a sudden we're sitting here and five minutes later your rest time's gone too long you forget your goal and your tasks at hand and and you get lost in the in virtual world instead of reality and then you're sitting there going, wow, what, you know, what am I even doing here? And then you just keep going through, you know, the social media cycle of pick up my phone, pick up my phone, click Snapchat, who snapped me? Pick up my phone, click Instagram, who posted? 
click pick up my phone look on Facebook and that's that's a never-ending cycle or pick up my phone oh, I have text messages I have to respond to them now well no when you're training put your cell phone down so that you can sit there and and analyze what your goal is for today what you're feeling the goals of your feelings are gonna be what positions you wanna hit what you're you know what you wanna hit weight wise and then in between every rep you're focusing on recovery and improving those technique the technical points that your coach is providing and as long as the phone doesn't get in the way of that that's okay and that's that's something that you know I have a couple athletes um, actually one in particular that she just she posts so many videos on Instagram which is fine but she tells people what I want her to do with those lifts and, and that's where I'm sort of like, this is for you Jules specifically <laughs> but um, and and I think you know actually you, know, you to use Jules I think for the most part she does a really good job of actually using the phone to get better you know sometimes I think she could put it down a little bit but I think that all these things are 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 factors that need to be brought into play if you want to be an elite athlete if you want to be the best weightlifter the best wrestler the best thrower best football player you need to sit there and say like while I'm training I don't need to use my cell phone cell phone to, to I don't need to text people because that's gonna distract me I don't need to snapchat with people I don't need to look on Instagram I don't need to go on Facebook because that is not gonna improve my training session that's got not gonna improve my technique it's not gonna improve my recovery it's not gonna improve my focus but if you're training by yourself and and you want to use your your cell phone when you get up to your top end sets or for some of your big throws in a in a session or you're doing some live drilling on a dummy or something I guess it wouldn't be live drilling but you're doing a little more intense drilling and you want to see where your foot placement is and all that stuff that's good to video but then what you can do is you can video all these things and then after the session's over you can go home you can analyze the video and you can talk things over with your coach to to try and progress yourself as a from a technical perspective so you know social media and cell phones they're, they're great tools they're awesome they unite people they keep people together they keep you know small communities together so they can accomplish like-minded goals but they need to be monitored and it needs to be communicated on a regular basis especially from the coach like hey you know I don't want cell phones out today or I only want cell phones out once a week or but you still got to write in, in your programs you got to write down you know how frequent like what what weights you hit and, and reps and all that stuff and that's that's one thing that, you know, I use Google Drive a lot and I, I do become hesitant using it because I know my athletes input their data into their program, but I also know when they're doing that, they might be checking social media or they might be getting text messages from someone else. So that's something that um, I wouldn't mind if, if my athletes would, would turn off, somehow turn off messaging and turn off, you know, the social media side or even just print up your your Google Drive program and then write it all down and then afterwards you input it into the document because that'll also give you a little bit of time to when you input the doc, the the numbers that you've written down when you input them back into the file that actually gives you a little bit of time to rehash the the training session and what went well and what did not go well and those that will improve you as an athlete from you know week to week so factor in all these things when you're dealing with your cell phones and you're dealing with social media and, and you know you can use them to dramatically improve your technique to dramatically improve your brand and, and your you know recognition of who you are in in the industry or the or the you know Olympic weightlifting world or in the throwing world or the wrestling world or you know strength and conditioning world these things can be used properly and and very well to improve 
you're standing in those different arenas. But at the same time, you need to be aware of how these tools can have a negative impact on you. And you need to be aware of when that is happening in your own training and how you can prevent that from happening further from having a negative impact on your training and progress as an elite athlete. So, you know, keep all those things in mind. Come hit us up, you know, Dane's platforms dropping every Tuesday. You know, keep learning, keep progressing, become a better athlete, communicate well with your coach, communicate well with others, you know, eat well, recover well, become a champion. Peace. At this time, we want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Dane's Platform. Remember to look out for our next episode and check out our sponsors, Earthfed Muscle, The Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Peace!